So, dear Brother Francis. Yes, good morning. How are you today? I'm feeling pretty good. How about yourself? I'm marvelous. Things are getting better every day. Well, that's the way it should be. Well, you know, I think there's a lot of people that would uh, probably look at us and laugh because we think that. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> well, don't you think that sometimes the uh, way the world is working has brought us to a place where we just want to climb in a cubbyhole and hide? Well, look, I've spoken to some people the last couple of days, and they feel either very depressed or very sad, or they just don't even want to come out and interact with people. You know, I wonder where they're getting that from. Do you think it's astrological? Do you think it's just the uh, whole energy of waking up and realizing what spiritual beings are really supposed to be doing? or? Well, I don't think people understand what spiritual beings or themselves being a spiritual being. Because if we look at the ages, like I'm going to be 70 next year, and I have a lot of friends, and uh, especially the ones back east, and they're always saying, well, when is this age of enlightenment come? And I said, well, it begins with you. If, if you if you don't <laughs> think you're ready. <laughs> if you don't think you're ready, then you're not. But what happens is a lot of people wind up listening to a lot of, a lot of negativity. It sometimes is what they grew up in, maybe their household. But I know people who didn't grow up that way. It's just that they feel lost. Uh, they don't feel connected to the loved ones or their friends. Um, they feel definitely being burnt out. And they don't feel like they can make a difference. And a lot of people, when they think or say make a difference, they think that means step out to this broader platform. It doesn't mean that. It means what you do every day. Well, you know what? I, I have to say that, yeah, I think it's that. But I also think it's irresponsibility. Hmm. I think it's people not being accountable for what is going on in their world. Mm -hmm. And... They chose not to make decisions. They chose not to step forward. And then when the things didn't turn out the way that they wanted to, they were flinging anger at each other. And I think that we're at a point where we have to choose. Do we want to continue life in a drudgery situation where we go to work, we come home, and we do it all over again? We pay our bills, we yell at our kids, we go to our kids' soccer games, we applaud our kids. We love our wife, we don't love our wife, we love our husband, we don't love our husband. Instead of finding that it's really about finding peace within. Mm -hmm. And it's not like that information isn't out there. And it's been there for years. But people aren't looking. So well. not I shouldn't generalize <laughs> it like that. Some people aren't looking. I think they're looking. I just think that they don't find it in the bars. They don't find it in the cars. They don't find it in the real nice house that they bought. Their education that they thought was so important. I, I think that they kind of forgot to look within. Well, people may not know that they have to look within. Look, when I started, I didn't know I had to look within. Everything was external until I got fed up of the external Right. And then I started thinking, and then I started going with my feelings. 
And then I learned, hey, I've been going with my feelings for a long time. So let me just figure out what it is that I should be doing. And I would wake up every day or wake up in the middle of my sleep. And that's when I started to tune in because I got tired of feeling a certain way. <laughs> the old way of following the group impulse. Well, but at the same time, we've got a country of division. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some part of me says we, as the collective consciousness, we have asked for this. Mm-hmm. We have brought this forward so that we quit these hate games and these... Um, treatment, mal, mistreatment and malintent purpose of being. Mm-hmm. Um, superiorities and the whole drama of, look, I got my home, my house, and I don't want you in my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we've come to the conclusion, you and I have in our talks, that it's time for people to decide mm-hmm. how they want to live and they can buy into this hate and division mm-hmm. and they can continue that timeline for the rest of their life in this life and maybe the next 25 incarnations which whoa isn't that going to be fun mm. <laughs> well. or they can make changes The question is, are they willing to make the change? Not if things are going their way. Not if they want to stay angry. They're not going to be willing. If they like their anger, they're going to stay that way. Well, some people like their anger, you know, because they want to have something or someone to lash out at. Instead of stop doing that and really start to become transparent with themselves, because they can't ask the world to be transparent. They themselves have. You know, uh, I'll always go back, reflect back to the late Michael Jackson's song, Man in the Mirror. Yeah. And he put that phrase in there for a reason. Just take a look at yourself. Take a look at that person in the mirror. That's who it starts with. It doesn't start with your next door neighbor or your cousin. It starts with yourself. Which goes back to that earlier statement about responsibility. Right. You can't be responsible for something or accountable for something if you're not willing to start with yourself. Well, but so many people like the uh, blame game. You know, I was yeah. reading um, Michael Rhodes' book, From Illusion into Enlightenment, and he said it perfectly. He said, if we understand that time is spherical mm-hmm. and that everything is in perfect motion. Mm -hmm. Like we came into our lives with each other and we draw those people into our lives to teach us lessons. We asked for them to come in and show us what we needed to learn in order to wake up. Mm -hmm. So that being said, there's no blame and there's no shame and there should be no apologies because there should be a lot of thankfulness I mean, I thank people all the time for showing me how stupid I've been or how empowering I am. Mm-hmm. But again, a lot of people aren't ready. Well, the, some people aren't ready, and some people don't <laughs> want to be ready. 
Because, again, it goes back to what they are accustomed to and that they don't, they feel that they don't have to be responsible for what comes out of their mouths. Yeah, but I think that comes from fear-based religious dogma. I think that religion has taught people if you're not good, you're going to hell mm-hmm. and the really big fire and damnation hell. Right. And so some people went, well, hell, I'm going to hell anyway. I might as well enjoy the ride. <laughs> you know, they might as well be as obnoxious and angry. And they don't understand how much peace can be found in the healing. Right. The hardest part about it is, is when we see actions taken by individuals and you know I'm not gonna I there's no way of, of pussyfooting around this but you know you you take somebody that has crossed state lines mm-hmm. with a gun had no business being there right there was no purpose for that person to be there and they kill two people almost three and they get off at what point do we think that's okay? Scott free. Mm-hmm. You know, the um, I saw somewhere, read an article, or heard something somewhere where um, Bill Gates, not Bill Gates, um, the Gates, the guy down in Florida, oh. who slept with a 17-year-old or something like this, mm-hmm. um, she was mature enough. She was old enough to sleep with. She was a woman. Mm-hmm. But this poor kid, he's 17 and goes and kills people. He's just a baby. Mm-hmm. Don't you think that makes people angry? Of course. There's a lot of people with that. Because if it had been another type of person, they would not have been allowed to even leave their house, <laughs> let alone their town. And their parent participate by driving them, making sure that they had this weapon and not be of age right. to even go there. Well, you know, there's also the flip side of that. It doesn't matter if it was the lighter-skinned person doing it. If it had been a woman driving her daughter out of Texas to get mm-hmm. an abortion in New Mexico, mm-hmm. she'd have been strung up. Yeah. Both of them. So... I guess the only way to look at this is is the anger that people are feeling is that um, we've been marginalized by one type of person. Mm -hmm. And, you know, let's be real, it's white privilege for the men. Mm -hmm. Women, white women carry the white privilege. I know that. I'm white. Um, I'm not stupid. I know, don't look at me like that. <laughs> I know, never thought you were white, but so. <laughs> I thought you were very fair-skinned. <laughs> well, I'm not your typical white. Right. Um, the thing is, is that, you know, call it what it is. It's the white male privilege that seems to get away with murder. Mm-hmm. And... We don't understand from a spiritual point of view, from you and I, we've talked about this, but we've all been white, black, brown, yellow, and red. Mm -hmm. We've been every culture, every race, every gender, we have been... Every level. 
every level of rich, poor, in between, we have been slaves and we have been slaveholders. Slaveholders. And what matters is how you use that information to grow spiritually. So when they say, oh, I can't do that, well, I call bull. Mm -hmm. Because we all have the same information within. Right. And I just think it's a matter of laziness. I think it's a matter of, of hatred and anger. And when you go within and you come out with that information, people look around and say, well, who else is like that? When they don't see anybody else demonstrating it, if they even come out, how long do they stay out like that? Some people, and again, I'll say some of the quote-unquote friends I have back east, they will uh, go and then make that excuse, well, I didn't see anybody else, so I, why, why am I doing this? So then they hide behind the same old stuff it took them years, months, or days to come out of. And they go back. That's why they feel comfortable. They feel like, well, why does it have to be me? They don't understand that it takes each soul has to have a lot of courage just to learn how to be different and not to fall into the group mindset, the collective mindset. Well, you know, the we asked... The collective mindset said, look, we're tired of being run over by the 1%. Mm -hmm. We're tired of being manipulated into losing our spiritual progression. We're tired of, of waking up in the morning feeling like life is useless and senseless. We want something better. Mm -hmm. And it's through our own efforts to and our willingness to say, this isn't working for me. So if it's not working for you, change it up. Yeah. And look for things like um, meditation and learn how to meditate to hear the voice within. Mm -hmm. I think that one of the biggest problems we have is that we don't, uh, religion stops us. Religion stops us dead in our tracks. They want fear-based, they want control, and that's fine. But there's no way I'm going to acquiesce to a thought process that one man died on a cross to save me when I'm the one that has to be accountable for my actions. Mm -hmm. You know, the golden rule says, you reap what you sow. Mm -hmm. Do unto others as you should do unto them. It's a lot of karma. Yeah, it's a lot and of karma. Karma is not payback. No. People think, oh, wow, you know... He went and he did this, so he's going to get paid back. Mm -hmm. That's not how karma works. It's karma, you know, it took me a long time to understand that. Karma has to go along with um, spiritual evolution. Mm -hmm. I used to always tell people um, the word dharma, D-H-A-R-M-A, -A, means purpose. And karma is how you choose to create that purpose, to bring it where you need to bring it. So karma is like clarity, you know. Right. You want to get clear, really get clear, and allow yourself to move forward, allow yourself to step forward, and not be afraid to be different. 
and make the difference. But you gotta you gotta get to that point of inner peace, internal peace. And people, we might say, okay, to listen to the higher self. But what is that? What does that mean? Well, you know, the thing that cracks me up is when I came back to town and Spirit told me, you know, you need to teach. I was like, this stuff is basic information people should know. They said, no, no, go look and see what's being taught. Mm-hmm. And I did, and I was really surprised because what I found is that a lot of people use the information for Personal gain. Personal gain for fame, for fortune. Um, it's They don't understand what they're doing, and they don't understand that they're laying down a lot of um, karma left to be balanced for themselves. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's all about bringing it into balance. It's bringing our emotions into balance. It's bringing our mindset into balance, and it's about really taking hold of who we are as people. Well... And learning to love that new self. Absolutely. Self-love is important, and that self-love will bring people to unconditional love. And unconditional love will cause them to realize that their grace has been sitting there the whole time. You just got to dust it off. And people need to pay attention to the words, because words carry energy and mm-hmm. images. And if they're not paying attention to that, they don't understand how deeply they're wounding somebody by the energy behind their words. I remember telling this boyfriend of mine, as long as you don't drop the F-bomb or call me a dirty name, we're going to have fights. That's inevitable. People mm-hmm. don't always get along. Sometimes we feel disrespected, whatever, um, ignored, and so inevitably you have a fight. But as long as you don't use the words that are meant to cut, hurt, derogatory, foul language, you can get past pretty much anything. And and, uh, boy, he would sit there and he didn't listen and he'd say these words and he'd say these words and finally I turned around and put both my hands on the counter and I turned around and I said no F you and it was done because when you bring me to that point that I'm saying that kind of language to you there's not a whole lot left to be said we're done and to allow yourself to be harmed that way, in other words, for me to let him get me that angry mm-hmm. that I let loose, it wasn't where I wanted to be as a human being. No. And it's not who I wanted to be as a spiritual being. But we do this, and we fail to understand it's not funny. It's not... You can't even say that kind of stuff in a joke. It's not funny. Mm-hmm. It's harmful. It's does a lot to the spirit. And when we allow that kind of thing to come to us, then we're harming our spirit there too. Yeah. So not only is it bad for us to say it, it's bad for us to allow someone to say it to us. Yeah. Well, my dear, you know we have work here in the next 
people are going to be coming in, and we got to tear down and get you set up to work. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Cracking whip. <laughs> oh, you're cracking the whip, and I'm excited. So no whip needed to be Yay! cracked. Yay! <laughs> you're you're a fantastic teacher in metaphysics and meditation, and your students love you dearly. So well, I'm glad that you do, students. <laughs> I stay up all hours of the night trying to create something that's healing for you. And so it's easy for you to work with yourself. And you know what? That's what matters. That's when you know you have a good teacher. Mm -hmm. That's when the teacher, when they, they care enough to not make it a stale program. And it's important for all teachers to learn how to be transparent. Let, let your students know that you're not above them. You right. just have to have this ability that you're honing every day, just like they are. And so you're actually on the same playing field, the same level. You're just a little bit more sensitive and trying to help them to grow in that level of sensitivity. Well, I think it's really funny because I see a lot of spiritual teachers repeating other spiritual teachers teachings mm -hmm. so I'm not sure if it's a compliment to the first spiritual teacher or it's shame on the second because a spiritual teacher actually feels the words they feel the passion mm -hmm. and they they're growing every day through their work someone who is just repeating you know, they're, they're not growing, and so they're just a, a megaphone, a mouthpiece. Right. So, what so, matters is the passion within, because that's when you make the change. That's when you make the leap. Yeah, and that's, that's important. And, you know, to be transparent is meaning to be honest, and that's where your integrity grows. You have to be willing to put yourself out there. I, I laugh, I'm the first to laugh at myself all the time when I do my lives. I always say, who's here for the first time? And I, I, I raise my hand right along with the audience. <laughs> <laughs> so it's what we need to do and how we need to be. Well, and I think that that's the, uh, the biggest part of this world is the fact that we make those changes and mm -hmm. we create those shifts and we do the things that we need to do. Yes. It's when we don't reach that next level of awareness by trying. Mm -hmm. that's, that's the problem I have. That's the issue I have. People aren't trying. They're just going in and they're saying, oh, well, it's like somebody told us last night when we had circle. We said, what would you like to see at the next circle? They said, can we have wine afterward? And I said, really? You don't understand that alcohol lowers your vibration. Mm -hmm. Alcohol will stop you from spiritual progression. Alcohol lowers your vibration. So no, we're not gonna have alcohol in these instances. It's just not, it's just not okay. It's not a party. <laughs> it's, yeah. So when people are, you know, I watch people and they're, they are struggling. They do want to grow, but they don't want to, you know, they think it's all about, hey, then we get together and have a chit-chat. Mm -hmm. It's not a chit-chat. No, it isn't. 
it's work that has to be done. So anyway, that's just my complaining for my spiritual purpose of what the hey. So are we going to say goodbye for today? I think we are ready. Okay, well, we will see about getting back together next week. Yes. We're going to try to go live on our YouTube channel at mm -hmm. Resident Essentials. Yes, yes, yes. And we're going to see if we can't get some great teachings done as soon as we figure out how, the, uh, how this works. So bye for now, everyone. Thanks for coming in, listening, and sharing. Yes, my grace is your grace. My heart to yours. Later, bye.